Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip chipperoo, everyone. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be here. And I hope y'all are on hoard for today's Thanksgiving episode. Oh, I see what you did there. Let's be honest. We didn't just... We- practiced that. We practiced it before. But regardless, before we jump into, I think, a highly underrated Thanksgiving episode, do we have any business, Max? We do. We have a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon. Rebecca Rakes. Rebecca, moving forward, you have to tell people to refer (laughs) to you as the following name. The Rebecca Caramelized Steaks Burger. Okay. I love it. If you need help changing your name officially, like legally, let us know. We'll, we'll, We're here for you. Yeah, we'll help you out. But thank you so much for joining us on Patreon and in Discord. And if you are listening and you would like to join us on there and have your name Burger Pond right here on the show, go to patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Any tier gets you the name pun. But all the different tiers have a lot of different fun things. I think mainly extra episodes. You can listen to them right in your podcast feed like you listen to these episodes. The episode that should be up right now, um, our newest episode, is a face-off of Gene's one-liners. It got really difficult at the end there. Yeah, we got it down to the ultimate Gene one-liner so if you're Ever curious what that was, head over to our Patreon um, and check out our $5 tier. Biscuit decided he just wants <laughs> to lick your mouth while you're talking. Can, I, hope, I, hope I hope the sound is picking up I hope that licking not. because <laughs> I don't know why he did that when you were in like mid-sentence about our Patreon. But I think this is a good opportunity to move on to a little Bob Pun or Max Pun. Yes, let's do it. Biscuit, you want to get out of the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, this needs to go in the carousel. Did you get a picture? I got pictures. Okay, we're ready. I have to say I have not been showing up very well for... Are we doing burger puns or something else today? We are doing Store Next Door today. 
Okay, regardless of the category, I have been doing horribly. So I need to um I need to take this more seriously. Maybe that'll help me. Okay. Are you in serious mode and ready to go? Ground yourself. Yes. Your force I'm not ready clearly. Oh, he's back. He's back for some face licks. Biscuit, can we record here? Your first pun is I'm getting too old for this fits. Saunas for the elderly. She's very serious right now, everyone. That's why it's taken a while. I think the problem why these are a little bit harder is I don't catch them every time. So I haven't kind of figured out my hypothesis for what differentiates you from them. Um, And I notice the burgers a lot more. Um, That's called making excuses. Sure, call it an, call it what you want. <laughs> um, Max. Bob's. Dear God. Your next pun is, there's no place like home, staycation planners. Max. Yes. Your next pun is, you're killing me, Smalls. Big and tall clothing. Bob's. Max. Okay, that was brilliant. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Were you um, proud of that one? I was very proud of okay, that one. Okay. I was worried you were going to see my like how proud I was beaming on my face, and but you weren't looking over here, so that's good. And your final point is, it takes two to tango. Couples dance lessons. Bob's. Max. <sighs> Shoot. Okay, so how many Maxes did you do? I need three. to get way the more last, serious. The last three were Max. Okay. Understood. Uh, see, I need to be paying more attention. I need to learn your patterns. I will break this down. Okay. Well, or you could just go with the flow and not put that much pressure on yourself. Going with the flow has done nothing for me, okay. Max. Nothing. Okay. She's going to get hardcore right now because <laughs> she is free from what she's been f- not free from for the entire year we've been recording, as she's oh. mentioned numerous times. I think I've mentioned it m- more over on our Patreon yeah, but, but I think in last week's episode you said that I'd have an update. We had with like our YouTube and stuff like our plans that we had to like do mm-hmm. other things. You had something happen in your life that <laughs> took you away from all of that. It, and now it you sounds, can reveal it. I think it sounds way more exciting <laughs> than does. what it actually is. I was not like filming a reality show about biscuit or anything like that. Oh, I would watch that. <laughs> I would watch it too. So in January, Max and I we're so excited for all our Bob's credits plans. We were going to revamp our YouTube. We just, we were so excited and we are still so excited. But then I went into jury duty thinking that I would be there for an hour and come home. I pushed jury duty back because of our wedding. <laughs> because of this, I was placed on a case that lasted over three months. We just, we started in January. We just finished on Wednesday. It was a murder trial. There's so much to say, and it's still haunting me. But I will say that watching Bob's recording this, having our live events, chatting with y'all in Discord, DMing with y'all while I was at the courthouse um, really, really helped because it was, one, really hard to balance my work, 
this business we have and my emotional state. So y'all, thanks for being there. It, it's been an interesting three months. Everyone is going to be ecstatic to have you back, but no one is more ecstatic to have you back than I am. And Biscuit. Well, Biscuit, Mr. Like, I can't function normally unless both my parents are here in the house giving me attention. Such a little pandemic dog. Although this, we both worked from home before the pandemic. So that's the update. Skylar is back with us 24-7. If you need her any time of day, 2 a.m., here's her phone number. (laughs) Shaking her head at me. (laughs) Would you like Skylar Sides, the fun facts, before the fun facts? Dish it, girl. This week... We're going to talk a little bit about a fun little fact in season 12. So I believe a fan favorite of season 12 is the episode titled Some Like It Bought. It was a two-part episode. Do you remember this episode? The Blade Runner one. The Blade Runner one. So Lauren Bouchard revealed that that episode was actually inspired by the movie because the team was having to work on the movie as the same time as the Bob season, it really inspired them to swing bigger in Bob's. They're like, if we can do Bob's Burgers as a movie, like, let's go bigger in the TV show. So the movie directly inspired them to do this two-part, vivid new world episode. And I think people loved it. It was also the episode, part one is the episode that they submitted for an Emmy nomination. So clearly it's very near and dear to their heart. That being said, Lauren said, don't worry, small episodes are just as crucial. We haven't forgotten. But I think since they've had experience producing the movie, we are going to see how that influences upcoming episodes. Maybe every season will have kind of a big blowout two-parter with amazing animation, etc. So something to look forward to. In the same article interview, he also said something about how he keeps Bob's Burgers fresh after being on the air so long. I know we talked about this extensively maybe two or three episodes ago, but I just wanted to tack it on to the end of this fun fact because I thought what he said was really interesting and really, really important. I'm saying this in the context of Ted Lasso in my heart. Max and I just started watching the third season of Ted Lasso. We were huge fans. We're only on season episode two of season three, but it does. It feels off to me. It feels it's lost its charm to me. Yeah. Do you want to add anything there? No, no. But um, this is what Lauren said. I'm just going to read his whole quote. Deadline. How do you keep a show that's been on for 11 years feeling new? I think the way you do it is that it has to be an expression of yourself. It has to be meaningful to you. The story somehow resonates and the characters absolutely have to still feel like they're not just doing catchphrases. We have a couple, but if the joke is, Linda says the Linda thing she always says, I think you're dead. I think you're 
now just making a thing that refers to itself and you're not putting yourself into the work and the audience is going to feel it. I think they might still enjoy it. I think there's even possibly a scenario where that's appropriate in some cases, but I don't think it would feel good to us on Bob's. One way is to just go through and start to kill anything that feels self-referential and not new as if it was season one. That makes sense. And I'm going to take it back to Ted Lasso and how I that this is the perfect example. Roy Kent Mm -hmm. feels very much like it's writing towards his catchphrase. He says, fuck off. And like, in just the first two episodes, I feel like I've heard it 35 times. So you already know what he's going to say. Yeah, it feels like he's just saying it just and uh, I, I don't know. It it doesn't work for me this season. Well, I had just read this article when we watched Ted Lasso, and I started to predict what characters were going to say. And the opposite happened to me when we were watching season 13. Um, There was a moment where I was like, Linda is going to say, oh, my face. And she didn't. And I was really like, I didn't get it right. Um, But I think... This show is successful enough that they could just cash, take their paycheck, you know, Lauren, keep raising your baby goats. But to have that standard of if this isn't, doesn't feel as fresh as season one, or if it's just referencing the show that's already successful, we're cutting it. I always say Lauren respects the fans, and this makes me just respect the show so much. I agree. You reference Oh My Face. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that's a good way to segue into this episode because there is a oh my face that made us both shudder, and we'll get to that. But should we get into the episode? Yes. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season eight, episode five, please? The title is Thanks Hoarding. Bob has big plans for Thanksgiving this year. But when Teddy flies into the restaurant in a crisis, Linda convinces the family to help Teddy prep for his first Thanksgiving at his place. One problem. He's a hoarder. So Linda, being Linda, takes it upon herself to help him clean out the dining room for the perfect Thanksgiving dinner. This episode came out on November 19th, 2017. It was written by John Schrader and directed by Tyree Dillahay. All right. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, I love a Thanksgiving episode, so we kind of are talking about it in a through a different lens. How do you feel about yes. this episode? Bob in a Thanksgiving episode is everything to me. <laughs> Bob in a Thanksgiving episode is Skylar and Thanksgiving in our household. Yes. So that's everything to me. Teddy in this episode is me in my last apartment before Skylar and I moved in together. Oh gosh. Skylar will tell you the story of where the like little room where I kept everything I pretty much owned because I had a small apartment. <laughs> it was a studio apartment with like a kitchen and a bathroom, but it had this like long under the stairs. It was creepy. Closet, yeah. It was the creepy Not under my stairs, under the apartment complex stairs, like the closet yeah. end under the apartment complex stairs. And that's where I put everything because it's the only place to store anything. Yeah, I mean, in LA, if you have a room that big to store stuff, it's great. But this was like, you could walk in it, but you had to like crouch down. like. And it had one of those little like uh, light bulbs that you pull the string. Horrifying. (laughs) Terrifying. I think we've told this story before, but I'll tell it quickly. Max and I decided to move in together. It moved way faster than we thought. When you find an apartment in LA, you better move that day. 
So this is a big step. Neither one of us has lived with someone else before. We're already feeling excited and anxious. It's all going great. The night before we're supposed to be out of our apartments, I say, I'm going to go spend the day at my place, get everything ready for the movers. So I went over there and I was wrapping up way earlier than I thought. I I texted Max. I said, hey, like I'm done. And he texts me back and he goes, oh my gosh, I'm almost done too. And so I was like, great, I'm going to come over for dinner. And I come over and nothing has been packed. And that is when he opens this room that I had no idea existed. And it is just packed with stuff. (laughs) Everything was in there. (laughs) I found when I found old Hustler magazines. I said to myself, I cannot do this. Wait for I just want to reference that I did not collect Hustler magazines. (laughs) But what do you think there I was, was thinking? There was a point in my life where I interviewed for a comedy position at Hustler Magazine. Because all these, like, <laughs> So Playboy. they gave me all those, yeah. So they ended up in my, yeah. You didn't tell me that. Okay, well, all these men's brands, like Playboy, they were trying to become household brands. So, like, journalism and... Yeah, like comedy writers. Comedy, yeah. just, like, normal brands. Just normal men. You could have told me that. You didn't tell me that. Anyway, so I go, I can't do this. I don't know this man. I didn't know about the closet. I didn't know about the hustlers. And I I just have to leave Max's apartment. And I go walk to the garden store. And I just stand by all the plants. And I'm just like, God, give me strength. What do I do? Anyway, it all worked out. But you know what? Looking back now, you hadn't been diagnosed with ADHD. Had I known that you had ADHD and understood how it affected you, like we would have made a way different game plan. I agree. And I think Teddy might have a little bit of ADHD and he's not big diagnosed. Hopefully Dr. Marjorie will get there and help him. Max, I was just doing some research on hoarding Uh to record this episode. And according to Mayo Clinic, it is common to have coexisting diagnoses of hoarding and ADHD. I just want to say that both of my parents were not, while not like the hoarders like Teddy is in this that they're referencing and the ones that you see on like hoarders, the extreme like um, very scary, like barely can walk to their house hoarding. My parents use their garages in their homes to just store everything and keep everything and never let go of anything mm-hmm. and i remember my mom passed away going through the garage was a nightmare and i think it's super common yeah and i think it has to do with control i think it has to do with anxiety and we learned that about teddy in this episode we sure do like his his one value the one thing he can take pride in himself I think Teddy has many admirable qualities. I don't know that he sees that about himself, but the one thing he really prides himself in is being a fix-it man. Um, As we'll see in the end credits. As we'll see in the end credits. So it makes a lot of sense. I want to dive into if it was appropriate for Linda to, one, open the door. I think the kids did. I'm not sure. And to be like, let's clean out your entire home before tomorrow. What are your thoughts? No, it was not. It's very Linda. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think you have to handle that 
with ease and not in that particular scenario where they're trying to help him set up and he's already anxious and he's already having family a hard time. is already going to make you <laughs> and, feel nuts yeah and this clearly which we learn comes from him sitting at a dinner table and being between his fighting parents and trying to control the situation and make sure everything's okay and now his mom's coming over with his her boyfriend who he doesn't really know and his sister's coming over with her husband's and yeah right back at that table that gave him that anxiety yeah it's not this is now's not the time linda but <laughs> this is a cartoon show with comedic situations and linda doing this at this time is funny <laughs> it is it's great um one of my favorite lines from louise i mean this is chock full of great lines but when louise says is talking about should they open the door or not. She's like, there could be something really scary in there, like a dead body or an indoor hot tub. (laughs) How good is that line? So good. She says a lot of stuff, like kind of like under her breath in this episode. She is sassy. And they're first walking into Teddy's place and she says something like, that's so sad. That's (laughs) so so sad. (laughs) But we're talking about the conversations and we've talked about improvising this show mm-hmm. so many times. And we've talked about specifically recently in The Wolf of Wharf Street, mm-hmm. Teddy and Bob improvising. There is 100% so much improvising between H. John Benjamin and Larry Murphy Jr. in this episode. It is gold, particularly when it's just the two of them in the kitchen. When Bob's prepping Teddy's Thanksgiving dinner, go re-listen to that. Or would you like to... Pull it up here since this is a podcast. Might as well. Just listen and you can tell that this is absolutely improvising. I'll tell you what. You can start peeling the carrots if you want. One less thing to do tomorrow. Right, right. Got right. it. Good. Yep. Give me space. Okay, just grab the peeler right there and peel the carrots. This? That's a spatula. I knew that. <laughs> this? That, that's a ladle. That, it, it's that thing right next to the carrots. This? That's the spatula again. Oh, no, right. Yes. It's right. right there. It's the only thing that looks like it could peel a carrot. Right. Why didn't you just say that? Oh, my God. I'm not You're holding idiot. the blade. No, You're I got holding it. the blade. Right. Hold the ow, handle. Ow, 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 Teddy, ow, easy, ow, easy, ow, easy. Ow, ow, ow. How do you, ow, uh, you know ow. what? Once I'm done with the rub, we'll, we'll put this in the fridge and I'll help you with that. Is this peeled enough? It's not peeled at all. So I think that's like, yeah, it's it's textbook improvising. There's so much yes anding going on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think of it like that. I love when... He says, is this peeled? And he goes, that's not peeled at all. And you can hear his laugh, H. John Benjamin's laugh at the end of his sentence. And they give Bob a little smile, too, there. Yes. And that's what's so special about this show is, remember, the dialogue, the acting comes before the animation. So they can take this improv and then add a little smile to Bob because he laughs during the improv. So it's really good. I also want to say I am really hard on episodes where Bob and Teddy are paired together. The one I hate the most is, I forget, I think it's season 12 and they're in the car together because they're going, Teddy is helping Bob pick something up. They stop by a 7-Eleven type store. Yeah, they do like a little road trip, the two of them. I think Bob is so mean, but we have had really... I think they might be one of my favorite pairings um, when it's done well. And we had the the Wolf on Wharf Street, amazing chemistry, the two actors. I just think they really work well together. And I then think they as- have a lot of fun together, Larry yes. Murphy Jr. and H. John Benjamin. Yes, yes. So let's rewind because we went on a million 
relevant tangents. It's better than normal. Normally, it's just, it's, it's just normal. normal men. It's just normal <laughs> Max, tangents. Nobody knows what you're referencing. You don't. Okay. We're going to play the We're Just Normal Men clip. I was wondering when this and was going to happen. it's going to end up in our carousel. Oh, my god! <laughs> which is my the, the best thing that ever happened. We're Just Normal Men, if you don't know it. It's a clip that I think it started on Twitter and it gets posted every week and now it's on Instagram and I'll post it on my personal Instagram every single Monday when it's released. Yes. If you're following me at Oh Hello It's Max, you'll know what it is. But here, here's a little clip. It's a puppet talking. Do you have it already with pulled a human up? Being. No, no. Okay. I was like, are I you wish. manipulating me? I wish. Now, whether you think this is funny or not the first time, I guarantee you it will eventually win you over. It also helps to be watching the video. The video makes it everything. That's why it will be in the carousel. Don't worry. It's, uh, I guess, from a kid show uh, in the UK. And one of the thing that says we're just normal men is a puppet. It's a cute dog bear puppet. A wolf of some sort. Yeah, I think it's a dog. <laughs> we're just normal men. What do you mean normal men? We're just innocent men. <laughs> His overbite, underbite. I just love, I just love this music. <laughs> We're playing for H2Q a little bit later on. So do you like to play H2Q? Any, anyway, go watch that video in our in our carousel, our Instagram carousel right now. And uh, just so you know, because anytime. Skylar and I say normal anything. We're going to probably say we're just normal men or something. So it's this. We're just normal men. <laughs> what do you mean normal men? We're just innocent men. <laughs> Max just interrupted me because he's like, I have to play this again. I have to play it again. We're just normal men. <laughs> I have just normal to play man. it again. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> okay, can we rewind a little bit? Tell me your overall feelings about this episode. So uh, Thanksgiving episodes are so fantastic on this show, and mm -hmm. I compare it to other Thanksgiving episodes, which is why it's probably not high up. And <laughs> my anxiety level... Mm. I can relate so much to Teddy and I see so much of you and Bob in this mm -hmm. episode that it kind of makes me anxious to watch the episode as much as I enjoy it. I make you anxious? No, it's more the hoarding stuff like the like, I know, you know this from living with me that anytime you change one little thing that's no matter how minor it is yeah. in our home, I like kind of get anxious about it. I know. Both Biscuit and I get anxious and i'm more so than biscuit don't blame it on biscuit your energy affects him that's i'm just saying i i totally understand teddy's like as crazy as it seems to like be upset that this half waffle maker is being taken it's out it's real to him yeah yeah i really I, feel for teddy so i have a little different take on it well, we tried to not binge watch the episodes a lot to keep it fresh. Thanksgiving episodes, we have watched all of them a million times because we do a Thanksgiving binge. So we've seen this a lot. I loved this episode. Is it underrated? Yes, because the other Thanksgiving episodes are more iconic. I loved it because I loved Bob. One of my favorite parts about Bob. The kids are also hilarious in this. Linda is so Linda in the best way. Um, when Bob calls Linda into the kitchen and is explaining how to cut the backbone out and why you need to do that, and he goes, I thought you would want to be in here to watch me do this, cracked me up. Just absolutely hysterical and so real. This leads to the moment we mentioned earlier where it's a great oh my face moment. He spatchcocks the turkey, which requires pushing down on the chest plate to like crack the chest bone, flatten it, and it squirts all over poor Linda's face. Raw, raw turkey. turkey juice. Yeah, it's gross. In her mouth. Yeah, just gross. So Bob thinks he's being utterly sexy. He's not. Anyway, I I just loved it, and the food looked amazing. And you mentioned you'd never seen anyone season underneath the skin of a turkey. And Bob was doing that in this episode. I've never seen... Is that seen... something you try, thanks to Bob? I've... I put butter underneath the skin. Um, but I've never seen anyone, like, brine... Like, dry rub a turkey under the skin. And the sounds were horrifying. Like, I'll, I'll put herbs and stuff in the cavity, and then I'll do the rub on top of the skin. But no, I haven't seen anyone under that skin rub-a-dub-dubbing. That was... I love cooking. I do not like raw turkey. Yeah, you're definitely more grossed out with like raw meats than Bob is. Bob's yeah. kind of more like kind of likes the process. Oddly, I'm fine with steak. Like, yeah, because it's not like um like chicken is it's like horrible is what drippy and slimy, and steak doesn't tend to be like that. Yeah, you also don't have to pull like giblets. And gizzards out of the cav of a cavity when you're cooking steaks, and I appreciate that. 
biscuits salivating right now Ew, so <laughs> gross anyway i i really enjoy this episode one thing i want to say about this episode too is that i don't think there's anything more relatable than a second thanksgiving dinner in the same day and that you a lot of thanksgiving din- dinners typically happen early evening if even if late afternoon you know we like a dinner we like a dinner dinner but, but like, when some i people grew do up it like four, we did lunch three thirty the thing is if you grew up in texas the Cowboys played every single Thursday. My dad would be at the Cowboys game, and my mom would bitch that my dad was at the Cowboys game. But you had to do Thanksgiving lunch accommodating this football game. Anyway, so we did a lunch. Yeah. Okay, and so I think I just think it's so relatable to watch the kids be like, I'm so full, I'm never going to eat again. But then a few hours later, you're like, I could, I could do some more turkey and stuffing and sides right about now. Let's do this, you know? Yes. So it's really funny to watch them have a second Thanksgiving. It's uh, and, and I love that Teddy gets to have the Thanksgiving with them, which is all, the, the only family he really wants to have Thanksgiving with. My heart. Yeah. And Bob gets a win. This is one of my favorite Bob wins. Yeah, we're going to hear that because it's the last moment before the end credits, but we should get into those. I just want to read a couple of fun facts before we do, unless you have anything else you want to say about this episode. No, other than I felt like the kids and Linda didn't care when Bob was like, the turkey was too dry and the yams were cold. And I felt that so deep in my soul. Yeah, we go through that nightly for dinner. Yeah. Because I take too long to sit down after stuff's come off the stove or out of the oven. Yeah. And you're always so mad at me. I, I, you're making it sound I'm like mad at you. No, not like, not like angry mad. mad maybe mad's not the word, but just like. Like I put so much you're, time you're into missing, this. You're missing a warm meal. Which is normal, normal men. men. It's just, it's just. That's how it works, y'all. It's just warmal men. <laughs> um, it's just warmal meal. Well, no, now now I tell you dinner's ready 10 minutes before it's ready. And so it all works out. That's true. And that she, you know, you know yeah. that like, oh, he's got to go to the bathroom and wash his hands and put on his sleep pants and put on a shirt that if he spills on it, he won't care. This is real. You have to change out of your normal men shirt because Max designed. Oh, I have a, I have a we're just normal men shirt. But he yes. put it on a white background. So he's normally wearing it. You can't eat like red sauce with I'm a white normally, t-shirt on. Of course I'm normally wearing it. I'm just normal men. <laughs> okay, let's get into some fun facts here and then we'll get into the end credits. Couple of Teddy fun facts because it's a Teddy-centric episode. Love it. This is the first time we hear about Teddy's sister Dana. That's another reason I love this episode. We have filled in so much of Teddy's past right here. Yeah, when whenever we do the Teddy um evolution of teddy on patreon mm-hmm. episode this episode is going to have so much information that we fill out yes thanks to this episode in yes. particular about what we know about teddy and how he's evolved over time dana we see her silhouette in the next episodes the bleakening is part one and part two. Oh, teddy's telling a story and you see her silhouette because oh. she says yeah he's talking about the bleakening. is that this season it's the it's our next the next ones oh, we're doing the next halloween yeah we'll probably record those back to back sorry I feel sorry like, bleakening is Christmas. Christmas, yeah. So we'll get we'll get a little Dana silhouette next, and we'll Yay. point we'll point her out. So remember this fact when we do that. There's a hockey trophy on Teddy's shelf, which confirms 
how he mentioned he plays ice hockey in Ice Capades, which was from season six. What, what was the his hockey team name? It was something... Uh, the Mighty Schmucks. Because <laughs> it's like a Jewish hockey team, right? Yes, because yeah. they play on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Can yeah. we please get a screenshot for our carousel for that, please? Now we have to. And that's it. The one last fun fact I wanted to give you before we go into the end credits, because it involves the cast, is this episode is the smallest cast of any Bob's Burgers episode because it's only the six main characters being voiced. And it's also, that makes it officially the first episode not to have a guest voice at all. I, but you feel that in this episode. You feel they had time to improv. It is a little family plus Teddy. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense why we have more improv in this episode, I'd say, than, you know, yeah. like normal episode, just normal episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, she didn't even flinch. <laughs> I wanted to say it a couple times, too, and I'm just like, <laughs> let's give our, our listeners a break. Um, anyway, continue. Yeah, I I think it's like, it's it's nice to have this little, like, quaint, just the main cast let them improvise Thanksgiving family time episode. Because if you think about production, TV is produced so much quicker than film. And so if you're recording an episode where you're dealing with 20 people's schedules and trying to stay on time and on track, that's a lot different than recording with six people who like, let's just get them all here and we'll all just loosen up and hey hey i don't know you did finger guns i did finger guns should we get in the end credits yes okay so the last moment oh i have the it's just normal men clip pulled up let me just close that before i accidentally play it again he always has it pulled up we're just normal men (laughs) what do you mean normal men we're just innocent men Please, also, there is one rule with Max sharing this gem with you. Nobody... Tell me what the context is. Tell Max. He doesn't want to know. I don't want to know what the show is. This is a no context. Yes, don't you dare. No context I will block you if you try and tell me. I won't, but I will be very disappointed if you try and tell me. I won't read it. So there. Wow. If you want to talk to me, don't say this. I find it so incredibly funny out of context that I never want to know. Okay, so as we said, the last moment is them all sitting around Teddy's living room, and they're eating Bob's second attempt at dinner, and uh, we're going to hear what they have to say about the meal before we get into the end credits. All right. Mm, Bobby, this is really good. Mm. Mm, amazing, Bob. Mm, it really is. Are you crying? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy. This is so good, I'm going to wish for a second stomach. Where's the wishbone? I think the spatchcocking broke it. I can fix it. And a query don't belong in the dark. Give it to Teddy. Ooh. I can fix it. Tell me what happened there, Skylar, as we got in the end credits. All right. I feel like Teddy's last line kind of almost could be part of the song. So his last line is, his last line is I, I can fix it. And then we see the classic end credit sequence, but... Linda is in the kitchen dancing and singing, and Teddy is popping up in the window whenever he has a line. Who really cares about two Lincoln chairs? No one but Teddy. Ooh. I can fix it. A phone with no receiver should be chopped with a clean unless you're Teddy. Ooh. I can fix it. But it's a general poor bubble, and it doesn't really bubble with your trauma. I can fix it. The way just, he runs in. Yeah. 
I, I just paused it. So basically what we have here is Linda doing her dance in the foreground. And then Teddy, every time he says, I can fix it, pops up in a different part through the window in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But then in the final, the very last one, he appears next to Linda in the kitchen and he's dancing with her. And I pause it there because we're going to get kind of like a little breakdown here mm-hmm. and some other things happening. Let's do it. My parents are the two halves of the waffle maker. That makes you the waffle. Fix it. My parents are the two halves of the waffle maker. That makes you the waffle. My parents are the two halves of the waffle maker. That makes you the waffle. My parents are the two halves of the waffle maker. That makes you the waffle. So what happens there when they start doing that? My parents are the two halves. Okay, so everyone turns around and starts dancing and being Teddy's backup singers, basically. Bob included. Bob Bob is in a good mood to be participating in this, and he is. He just cooked the meal of his life. Do you think this is? Do you think this is third meal? <laughs> oh, I know. Third? They're having a little like maybe, maybe it's Friday. They maybe it's to... a midnight meal. No way. No way. You never know. Gene would be down. I think it's. I think they're open on Friday after Thanksgiving. Okay. I love all the dancing. Louise. I love Louise's. Anytime Louise dances, it's the cutest thing in the world. She dances like, like a nine-year-old. Yes. It's so cute. It's so good. Go watch this clip and watch Louise dancing. Okay. Um, oh, not me. Well, you can too if you want, but I was <laughs> I was talking to our listeners, but you're welcome to if you want. The only thing I, I'm sad about is that Gene isn't in there through most of the dancing. He still makes his appearance at the end, kind of like walking across. He doesn't acknowledge anybody. Except he does like a yeah. He goes, uh, yeah. And raises That's his hands. Gene. Yeah. Really cute. You want those lyrics? Yes, please. Okay. But you got to say, you got to do Teddy's part. You know Teddy's part, right? Is it I can fix it? Yep. Okay. Okay. An aquarium pump don't belong in a dump. Give it to Teddy. I can fix it. Who really cares about two-legged chairs? No one but Teddy. I can fix it. A phone with no receiver should be chopped up with a cleaver. <laughs> unless you're Teddy. I can fix it. But is Gerald Ford bobblehead that doesn't really <laughs> bobble worth your trouble? Now, did we see that? They mentioned it. Fantastic. I can fix it. And then it's, my parents are the two halves of the waffle maker. That makes you the waffle fix it. So good. What do you, let's, shall we score? We will in a second. First, I want to play you a cover (gasps) of this song by The National. It's been so long. The National has done so many covers of Bob's Burgers songs. They love them. They did this one, and I'm just going to play a little clip for everyone to hear. They like the Thanksgiving songs, it seems. Yeah, it's true. I love it. It's so good. And the video is great, too. So we, we put the link in our show notes, and you should go watch the video and listen to the whole song, because it's great. But uh, yeah, I think we should score them. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. I want you to go first today. Okay. I think I'm just going to go a solid eight H's. I'm going to meet you there. The song is so good. Like the song just really gets me going. It serves the purpose of what we've said Bob's Burgers does is to like leave them happy and dancing mm-hmm. and it sums up what happened in the episode. It gives you a little a little kind of like recap in the lyrics. Mhm. 
And I love, love, love watching the whole family dance together. It yes. makes me so happy. I agree, especially after a Thanksgiving episode. Like I said, I'm going to meet you there. We've been kind of stuck at eight. Yeah. At eight. So. Yeah, it's been a little while. I'm ready for a 10 to come in here. I am too. And, uh, um, yeah, I would like another 10 in Maybe the bleakening. Could be. We'll have to see. All righty. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Those are the end credits to Thanks Hoarding. Go follow us on Instagram, Bob's Credits, or anywhere on social media. We've got some TikTok stuff going on. YouTube, but Skylar's back, as we said. And okay, it's going to take me a second. Maybe we'll get some YouTube things going on there. I've, <laughs> I've been uh, working on some live stream stuff, potentially. Oh. Look, I'm just saying, just follow us now. You'll get the updates. Yes. Subscribe. Yes. And then you get the updates when we start posting this stuff. Yeah. Leave us a review. They mean the world to us. Skylar and I sit on the couch. We pull them up. We read them and we cry. Mm-hmm. And our hearts burst with joy. Please leave us a review. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Just that you can follow us on our personal Instagrams. That's true. If you Especially want. if you want that We're normal just... men Monday from Max. Yeah. That's oh, hello, it's Max. And you can also follow me at no crying and cooking. Or Biscuit at It's Biscuits World. Sure. Why not? Who doesn't want to follow Biscuit? Well, we don't really post on there. Eh, he just got a new post a couple days ago. Okay. <laughs> Anything you want to say to everyone before we get out of here? Since it's a Thanksgiving episode, I'm just going to go with my classic, Stay Cranberry Saucy. Love it. And uh, let's let the National take us out here. Yes, please. Oh, that's nice. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.